Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1516. Today, we learn more about what happened to Kira in the three years between when Han saw her taken away on Corellia and when he rediscovered her on Dryden Voss's yacht on Vandor. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, I'm Jason Fry, author of many Star Wars stories and the Jupiter Pirate series, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Thank you so much for your subscribing to the show wherever you happen to be catching it. And if you're a patron of the show, hey, thank you so much for supporting it too. I really appreciate that as well. And today we're going to continue talking about the solo novelization that comes out on September 4th, just one short week away, and there have been a lot of little excerpts that have come out along with additional information with a Mer Lafferty interview, thanks to StarWars.com, but today we're going to focus on one particular aspect of the story, which is what happened to Kira in the three years that Han Solo was in the Imperial Academy and then kicked out of the Flight Academy and in the infantry on Mimban, and it seems like it was just based on what we learned from the excerpt that we talked about yesterday, that he was in the Academy for quite a long time, like the majority of his time. We don't necessarily know how long he was on Mimban, but it seems like it was a pretty short endeavor. And, you know, why wouldn't he be? He would be wanting to get out of that situation as quickly as possible. And in the excerpt that we talked about yesterday, he was transferred directly to Mimban from the Academy. So, that being said, we're here to talk about Kira. So Kira, of course, was captured by the White Worms and brought back to Lady Proxima. And so, hey, this has been published, so I don't think you really need a spoiler warning per se, but fair warning, you know, if you want to read this in the novelization in the full context, then you might want to hold this one for a later date. But if you're cool with talking about it, then let's dive in and let's tie it to some other pieces of the puzzle as well. So she gets back and finds that Lady Proxima has been badly burned from the <laughs> fantastic ruse that Han pulled, the throwing of the rock into a window and <laughs> pretending that it was a thermal detonator. Hysterical, hysterical. One of the best moments of the movie, in my opinion, just so silly and ridiculous. Anyway, so... Proxima doesn't find it silly or ridiculous at all. In fact, some of her bangles are burned into her skin where they can't actually be removed unless, you know, some surgery happens or something like that. They're embedded in there. It's pretty awful. And, of course, Lady Proxima is not happy at all. So she sells Kira to a slave dealer. And Proxima says, yeah, I didn't get as much as I wanted for it because you're so disobedient. But, basically, she's glad to be shot of this conniving, thieving, scheming person. And so, unfortunately for Kira, she is cast out of the White Worms, or at least it seems unfortunate at the start. And she's afraid of what might happen, of course, but that slave dealer apparently turns her around pretty quickly and sells her to a new master. And that new master is Dryden Voss. So she does not spend a lot of time in between the White Worms and in Dryden Voss's employ. And it says in this novelization excerpt that her first year with Dryden Voss was terrible. All we know about that is that she tried to escape numerous times and was on the receiving end of a number of beatings as a result 
None of these escape attempts was successful. And we don't know why she was sold to Dryden Voss or why she was sold to the initial slave dealer who bought her from the White Worms. The only very difficult thing to hear was that the slave dealer wanted her tongue intact and that's why Lady Proxima didn't have her tongue cut out before she sold Kira to the slave dealer. So make of that what you will. But we don't know what Voss wanted out of her either. All we know is that there is a fateful meeting between Dryden Voss and Kira that starts Kira on the new path in which we find her when we see her again in Solo A Star Wars Story. And I'm going to tell you about that after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, have you ever wanted to take a land speeder for a spin or maybe even the Millennium Falcon itself? Well, here's the next best thing. You can make your own custom Solo A Star Wars Story inspired Nissan with the Best in Galaxy Customizer. Just go to SW7x7.com custom to customize and share your own Star Wars inspired vehicle. And don't forget, Solo A Star Wars Story is coming home on digital September 14th, Blu-ray September 25th, and new on 4K Ultra HD as well. Welcome back. So it turns out that Kira's best escape attempt ends up being what seems like her last one, at least that's what is suggested to us by the excerpt that we get. She gets as far as an escape pod and Dryden Voss is sitting there going, yeah, yeah, this isn't gonna happen. And he offers her a deal instead. Instead he says, hey, you know, what did you want out of this whole thing? And she's like, I just wanna be free. And and she wanted to be off Corellia. And he says, well, you're off Corellia, hello. So, <laughs> you know, you've already got part of what you wanted. So why don't we talk about something more? And she of course is wary as anyone would be. And he wants to talk about her potential because he's seeing some promise in her. He's seeing that, hey, you know, she keeps, almost escaping he keeps seeing her get so much farther and farther killing guards left and right he says that she's cost her so much more than he paid for her in guards and time and sanity and all this stuff and so he sees that there's something more that she can be within his organization and tells her basically look you're either gonna have a good time working here or you're gonna die and that's pretty much it and that's where they leave things in this excerpt from the novelization and it doesn't take a lot for us to draw the conclusion that over the course of the next nearly two years she ascends in his organization. Obviously she's given some sort of jobs to complete for Dryden Voss and does well enough that she's able to promote and actually have something resembling a decent life. I mean, there's probably a bit of, you know, I know why the caged bird sings kind of situation there where even though she is definitely getting access to some of the finer things in life, she is still a prisoner. She is still having to work within the organization that she exists in. And so there's no escape from that. But at the very least, things are definitely better for her in her day-to-day -day circumstances compared to when she was a scrum rat in the White Worms organization. And hopefully in the novelization, we'll get to learn more about what she's been up to over the course of those nearly two years that she was working for Dryden Voss before we see her in Solo, A Star Wars Story. But we're not going to be talking about that tomorrow. We're going to be talking about a different segment of the Solo novelization. And that is going to do it for this part and for today's episode. So thank you again for joining me for the episode. And if you are not yet a subscriber, please do subscribe wherever you like to catch this podcast. And if you don't support the podcast yet, then please do consider putting a tip in the metaphorical tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7X7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash SW7X7. 
And it just remains for me to say again, thank you so much for joining me. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.